Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday is May 18th. I hope your week's going well as we look at yesterday's markets. Uh, hey, it was a great day yesterday. We'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few minutes. The question is going to be, can we follow through? Can we keep going in the upward momentum? We'll talk about that more, too, when Dave joins us. Uh, but before we do that, let's just remind ourselves that there's, uh, you know, not a lot you can really control when it comes to your portfolios. But there is one thing, and that's how much risk you have. And if you don't know what your risk number is, how can you make sure your portfolio lines up with where you need to be? Give us a call. And let's walk through our core retirement design where we help you determine how much risk you have so that you can have the retirement you always dreamed of. 863-382-0037. With that, we got Dave coming up next. Light FM 5 for fighting there in morning, Dave. We're at uh, 841. It's uh, 19 before 9. Time to check in and see what's uh, happening with your IRA and 401k on Wall Street. Lest you start getting a case of euphoria after a couple of good days. We really hate bringing you back down to ground zero, but uh, we may have one of those today. Let's check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip, we had a good one yesterday. We had a good one the day before. I think we're going to be able to keep it going today. You know, it's not looking like uh, we're going to continue that streak today with some of the earnings that came out. We'll talk about those in a minute, but some big disappointments uh, across the board that uh, are causing yep. our markets to really start to slide a little bit today. Absolutely. Setting the table. It was another good day yesterday. Dow was up 431 points. Standard & Poor's was up by about 81. NASDAQ up by 322. That was a full 2.76% in one day. And that's two pretty doggone good days on the indexes in a row. Which brings us up to this morning, and you and I always talk about how important the housing industry is to this economy because big ticket stuff like that involves a half a dozen, a dozen or more other industries, and it brings the economy up on all kinds of sectors. And we got three numbers today, none of which sounded good. At 6.30 this morning, 7 o'clock this morning, uh, the Mortgage Bankers Association put out their mortgage application reports. It was up 2% last week. It was up by like a percent or so the week before that. We were thinking, boy, it's holding up nicely. Floor kind of fell out this week. We had an 11% drop in mortgage applications last week. And that compared to last year is down by 55.8% compared to last year. Now, a data point is a data point, but uh, that starts to draw at least the beginnings of a picture of the housing market starting to take a skid, doesn't it? It really does. And and so it continues to interest rates are continue to impact the real estate market. Now, you know, one of the things that we, we as long as people can get a loan and they and the price is right and they the payment, I mean it's more about the payment than anything else, right? As long as they can get the payment where it needs to be, we'll continue to see them buy houses. And uh, we'll still see people, at least in our local market, I believe, that uh, people will be coming in with cash and you know, cash is king when it comes to the real estate market right now. Absolutely. And, and the homes are still moving. I've been telling the story on a commercial for a real estate friend of ours. 
uh, that my neighbor stuck up a for sale sign in his yard, and he had an offer at full price inside of a week. So we're still moving houses, but nationally, it's obvious that we're getting into a little bit of a slowdown. And generally, this is one of the luxuries of living in a town whose economic trends tend to lag the coasts by a little bit. We're just going to see it later on. But right now, things are okay here. But nationally, that's a definite slowdown. It's reflected in the 830 macro stuff out of the government, too. Housing starts, they expected 1.757 million housing starts annualized. And last month, we got 1.72. That wasn't a big miss. But still, it was down by two-tenths of a percent. That's not the direction you want things going. No, it's not. Like we said earlier in the week, these two numbers are kind of important to figure out what direction we're going in the real estate market and how much interest rates are really uh, impacting uh, that, that marketplace. And so I think we'll continue to see some declines there given interest rates are going up. I mean, it's, it's just a natural progression. Oh yeah, the prices impacts on the building permits too. Once they uh, once they get the once they get the uh, the mortgage set up, the building permits start hitting, and uh, they were down three point two percent last week, a little bit more uh, close, but still a little bit more than uh, there was expected. One point eight one seven million was expected, and they ended up with one point eight two, about on target. But still, they were expecting, and they got a 3.2% drop in building permits. So the stuff that's in the hopper is slowing down by a little bit as well. And once again, we keep saying data points are data points, and this doesn't mean a trend. But I got three numbers here that kind of indicate that the housing market is at the very least tapping the brakes a little. Well, that's right. I mean, we are seeing it slow down a little bit. And you're right. This is only one number. We need to go back. And that's probably what I'll try to do sometime this week is let's go back and look at the last couple of months and see what direction it's really going and um, and see what the trend line starting to look like there. Understood. I got a report sitting here talking about how investors haven't hoarded this much cash since way back in uh, 9-11 of 01, where seem to be, as a community, kind of scared to put our money much of anywhere, government bonds, equities, wherever. Uh, and it's kind of showing in the market this morning a little bit. Well, it is. We're, we're seeing a, a, a kind of a decline across the board, and that decline continues to grow this morning. Yeah, it's not helping a little bit with the reports that we're getting out this morning either. We're at the tail end of an earnings season, but we still have a lot of big names that have been coming in. Walmart was a disappointment yesterday. So what do we start out with? Walmart's biggest aggravant in the world, Target. And I'm looking at my big loser list this morning, and I'm seeing a downtick in pre-market price for Target that I'd say, what's going on? Are they going out of business or something? Well, Target had a big miss, Dave, a huge miss. Um, and we should have kind of had some idea given what Walmart did yesterday, right? So, mm -hmm. so they were expected to come in at 307 uh, a share. They came in at 219. So that's a, that's a that's a huge miss when it comes to that revenue and comparable same store sales. Now those beat the forecast. Um, so so it's just a higher cost into Target's bottom line that's really starting to hurt them uh, and, and hurt them more than anticipated. Now, they do say that they're still holding, holding constant as far as their full year guidance when it comes to revenue and profit being in the single digits. So, uh, so we're seeing some, you know, they're not wavering from that yet. They just kind of missed this quarter. 
and the quarter is is it's bad, right? They're down almost twenty four and a half percent right now. That, um, that's so totally amazing when you see a big blue chip like Target going down by twenty four percent in one day. Yeah, so so to give you some some uh, idea, their fifty two week high at yesterday's close. I mean, their fifty two week low was eight one hundred eighty four dollars yesterday. They're going to open right now. If they open right now, they open up at one hundred sixty two dollars a share. Um, a, a substantial decline. And let's just mention Walmart again this morning, because, you know, when we talked about Walmart yesterday, they, they were down, they were getting beat up, but they weren't getting clobbered significantly. They ended up down yesterday, 11.4%, basically. Uh, and they're trending down again this morning, uh, getting ready to open at another 52-week low for Walmart. Given how widely held uh, Walmart stock is in all the IRAs and 401k funds around, uh, one can assume nobody's very happy with the retirement fund off of that kind of performance. Oh, yeah, because you know that that's, uh, Walmart's in a lot of portfolios. Oh, yeah, it and Apple are almost two of the staples on the IRAs and 401k funds that are out there. You know, Target really, I mean, uh, talking about it yesterday, they've got kind of a rock and a hard place. Marketing-wise, they're a niche or two above Walmart in terms of price point and quality point, but still they're in the discount They're in the discount classification, and they've got to hold their prices down or they lose all their advantages over the uh, premium-priced brick-and-mortar stores. Uh, you add in transportation expenses, import price expenses, and all the rest of it. They do not have an easy road to hoe at the moment, do they? No, they, they, they really don't. I found it interesting. You know, they they cited obviously higher inventory numbers and uh, numerous cost pressures that are being put on them. Um, you know, inventory coming in early, inventory coming in late messing up the whole sales cycle. Um, so they, they had a laundry list of things that just did not line up for them in this last quarter. Somebody in the board of directors ought to be saying, guys, why didn't you think about that ahead of time? We've known about it for about a year and a half now. I, I'm taking from the report that there was new things that kind of hit them by surprise. <laughs> evidently looking at what's happening to their stock price get a little bit better news out of it but I'm, I'm starting to wonder whether that Lowe's and Home Depot thing is starting to sound like Mattel and Hasbro there's a zero-sum game Lowe's uh, Home Depot just kicked butt yesterday and Lowe's is kind of a kiss in your sister report this morning I gather well they had a good quarter in terms of their bottom line I mean they beat by about 29 cents a share on uh, on earnings and their revenue though um, was slightly below what the street expected and their same store sales were slightly below so so that was the two negatives uh, in Lowe's report coming out so um, they're down 3.7 percent this morning and and they're blaming it on a a colder than usual spring in the north northern states. Um, so people aren't out there doing their do, you know, their do-it-yourself projects yet outside. So that was their that was their caveat in their report. That's a little bit different way of looking at it, but uh, yeah, we'll take that. I got more red ink. Have you got any green you can share with me this morning? You know, I, I do have some. We just got to go figure out where they are, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> so we have Shoe Carnival, the shoe retailer. Uh, they had a profit of 95 cents a share. That was nine cents better than expected revenue beat as well. Uh, they also raised their full year guidance. 
So we've got the shoe carnival and they were up more earlier, but they're, they're up about a 10th of a percent right now. Um, so at least they're, at least they're in the green, right? We'll take that. I had Even another, never heard of them. I'll take it. I <laughs> uh, had a chip maker uh, called uh-huh. analog devices. Uh, they beat by 29 cents a share again, revenue better than expected. Um, they've been able to increase their output despite the supply chain challenges they've seen. Um, their demand obviously remains strong. And so they are, uh, they're one of the better ones, right? They're, they're up uh, 1.9% this morning. We'll take that good bit, bit of good news. Did, did you see the TJ Maxx one come across yet? I did not, but I do have the container store, right? That's okay. kind of a high end or you know, storage area. Um, they, uh, they reported better than expected profits and revenue for this last quarter. Um, they achieved a $2 billion in annual sales. I'm sorry, that's their aim is to, to get to $2 billion by 2027. So uh, they're working hard at that. They're actually up almost 8.9% this morning. Now, Dave, they are cheap stock, relatively speaking. Uh, it would open right now at like $7.85 a share. You take that kind of a percentage gain and nobody's going to complain no matter where the base price is. Exactly. Cool. Resetting the table, it was a big up day yesterday on Wall Street. Then the other shoe dropped this morning, and we're not feeling too good about things, I gather. 45 minutes before we open, what is happening, Philip? So right now, we are seeing a a significant decline. Actually, it's a continuous decline um, in the the current quotes. We've got the Dow down eight-tenths of a percent. That's $260. The uh, S&P 500 is down slightly over 1%, $42.80. The NASDAQ 100 is down 1.5%, down $187. Let's put the Russell 2000 because it's in, it's down about nine-tenths of a percent. So everything on the index side is getting clobbered this morning. Um, on the other side of the coin, they're getting hammered too. Silver's down a half a percent. Gold's down a half a percent. Um, gold is getting really close to dropping below $1,800 an ounce. It's $1,810 an ounce right now. Um, wow. Yeah. And then crude oil, man, I got to tell you, Dave, it is going drastically the wrong direction. It's up 1.7%, $111.52 a barrel. Yeesh. <laughs> I thought I lost you there for a minute. Had to catch your breath, didn't you? Yeah, I was just kind of swallowing hard there for a second. Overseas markets, the Asian rim was mixed. China was off by a little bit. Japan and Hong Kong were both up a little bit overnight last night. Europe is looking at us and going, I don't think I want to put any money in there at the moment. We're down about a third of a percent at all three of the major indexes over in Europe as well. Stabilizing things, you get happy about yesterday. Well, today you want to jump off a building. That's not the way to manage a retirement fund. How do I get a chance to uh, plan my retirement and know I'm going to be all right with you, Philip? You know, Dave, that's why we developed our core retirement design to help people really analyze the risk that they have in their current portfolio and make sure it lines up with the amount of risk they're willing to take. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule a 30-minute phone consultation. We can see where you are and see where we can help you. And then join us this weekend. For the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning, same time. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then, all right? 
All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you, sir. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope, uh, again, your week's going well. Hey, if you like what we do, please uh, like our page here on Facebook and uh, share it with your friends and family. Again, we're here to help you. We're always available for a 30-minute phone consultation. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-382-0037. With that, have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye now.